Welcome to the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Jade Sito, mindset and life coach, energy worker, and manifestation expert. And this podcast is really my opportunity to just say it how it fucking is. So let's be unapologetic and stepping into our fullest potential. And let's be real. We all want to create a shitload of abundance and fulfillment in this life. I want this show to connect you with your soul. This is for the multi-dimensional woman, or maybe just the spiritually curious woman who is ready to go all in on life, business, and big, big dreams. So let's stop playing small and awaken together so we can be free and get really real. If you're ready for expansion, big shifts and evolution to unlock your gifts and speak your truth to live your best life ever, then you have come to the right place. So let's get real, let's get raw and start fucking listening because babes, your soul is calling. Hello gorgeous souls. So today I just want to take a very quick opportunity to talk about my Unbound Mentorship which is my newest and most greatest creation that I have been wanting to bring through and it is now open for applications. Now my Unbound Mentorship is very different to any other program or container that I have released before because this is actually a bit of a mystery school to your own soul. So it is a mentorship for the woman who wants to learn to self-heal. If you want to learn to be sovereign in your energy, to learn to protect, clear your own energy, remove any blocks that you find that come up, align your chakras, clear your energy field, work with your spirit guides, work with your intuition, tap into your soul gifts and really kind of tune in and hone into your unique medicine and your own way of working with energy, with the spiritual, um, with the spirituality, with your own soul gifts, um, with your own energy, with your own light, with your own soul consciousness, because we all have unique soul gifts and we all have the ability to tap in and work with the energetic realms and connect to all of our senses, not just the five senses that we have been taught. Now, if you are somebody who is on a spiritual journey or on a journey of awakening, is on a journey of soul evolution, raising your consciousness, raising your vibration, trying to work through your wounds, through your trauma, trying to release yourself from agreements and binds and any um, any trauma that may have been passed down your ancestral line or you may have carried with your past lives or your soul history. If you are somebody who is working with your own energy, who is trying to heal, trying to work through the layers, trying to become a more truer and authentic version of yourself and align with your soul purpose, soul mission and soul calling, or if you are somebody who wants to help people. 
if you're somebody who feels the call to serve, to better humanity, to serve others, but you have a lot of fear and you have a lot of self-doubt and you don't really know how to go about it, you don't really know where to start, then this would be the perfect mentorship for you. It's also great for somebody who is already working with energy. So maybe you're working with Reiki, maybe you're a yoga teacher, maybe you're a meditation teacher, maybe you work with breath work, maybe you're a coach and you're already guiding and helping people, but you want to offer more. There's something more that wants to come through you. There's something more magical that wants to come through you. There's something greater that wants to come through you. And you are ready to learn to work with your own energy and tap into your potential and power. So if this sounds like you, if you are somebody who feels intuitive, who's feeling an urge, but there's so much information out there, you don't really know where to go, you don't know who to learn with, you don't know what to do, this mentorship is going to be showing you how to tap in to your unique medicine, how to tap in to your unique purpose, how to tap in to your energy, how to tap into your own way of working, your unique soul gifts that only your soul came here to bring. Something that your soul has to offer that no other soul does because we are all multidimensional as souls and we all have the ability to tap into our soul wisdom, our past life wisdom, ancestors' wisdom, and also magic and soul gifts, healing abilities, spiritual abilities, psychic abilities. We all have the power to do that, to tap into the multidimensionality of our souls in this physical embodiment in human form. So this mentorship is really going to be a safe, supportive group program and container to guide you through that journey. And there will be nothing that we don't cover. So it will consist of an online course that you'll work through. We'll work through together with a supportive community of wonderful women and myself. I'll have guest teachers coming on as well. So you'll be learning lots of different things like tapping into the Akashic records, maybe working with sound, working with dragons and elemental magic. There will be different guest teachers coming on to share their magic and medicine with you. We will also be having group weekly calls where we'll be practicing activations, energy healing, practicing ceremony, working with ritual, and you'll be given so many tools and techniques to work through your own layers. Have you ever, ever got to a position where you know that you have a block somewhere, but you just don't know how to remove it. And you have to keep going to other people and asking them to clear it for you. So this is real, true empowerment. I thought to myself, what is the best way that I can empower you to be the best versions of yourself? And it isn't by having you keep coming back to me and asking me to help heal you, heal you or clear your energy. It's not that at all. It's really about me empowering you to work with your own energy. So you're not dependent on anyone else, including me. You're not dependent on healers. You're not dependent on energy therapists. You're not dependent on going desperately and going to get card readings all the time because you have the ability to tap into that guidance and intuition for yourself. So if this is you, if this sounds like something that you would be interested in, there is an application process because this is a very serious container. It's a big commitment and it is such a powerful container. There's going to be so much growth and I really want to make sure that everybody's a good fit. So there is an application process. All you need to do, I've put an application, I've put the details in the show notes 
All you need to do is apply and I will reply to you personally, letting you know if you have been accepted or not. You will also be getting a one-to-one call with this group container. So it won't just be group, you'll be getting one-to-one support as well. So I'm going to just end this here. I was just so excited to share this with you. I am really looking forward to sharing this week's episode. So feel free to go ahead and enjoy the episode. And I'm wishing you all the loveliest of days. Okay, so today's episode, I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about um, love, how that relates to self-love. And I want to kind of link it all together, okay? I want to link in how our self-worth is a really big factor on the relationships that we have and the way that we um, navigate through the relationships in our life. Um, I want to talk about heartbreak and pain because I've had so many questions um, since I broke up with my ex-partner asking me how I managed to heal from it so quickly and asking me um, how I managed to move on so quickly and feel really good about it even though at the time it was the hardest thing that ever happened to me and it really did break me but I did have a lot of tools and a lot of it was to do with karmic lessons that I was completing and a lot of it to do was to do with um, self-worth wounds self-love and abandonment wounds and also some karmic ties and contracts that I had around safety and there was a lot going on there okay so I really want to touch upon that because I get so many women and clients who come to me who um, have either broken up from somebody and are left feeling really worthless or you know in a lot of pain and don't know how to move on from that and don't know how to take back their self-worth so they can feel good enough again or they're really disconnected from that self-love And often it's because we are looking for that love in other people and it's part of a karmic lesson. So therefore, we always attract people that make us feel like we are unworthy of love, okay? And this really is quite fascinating because it links in to self-expression. It links in to speaking your truth. It links into feeling good enough to go and chase your dreams, to take action, to do the things that you're meant to do. It also links in to your daily habits and behaviors, your procrastination, your perfectionism. Because really and truly what links all of this together, okay, heartbreak, pain, feeling worthless, um, not being able to move on, feeling attached to certain people and obsessed with certain people, feeling like you're constantly attracting the same relationships over and over again. Maybe you always attract partners that make you feel shit, right? Who make you feel not good enough. Or maybe you settle for behavior and standards that are not quite aligned with what you really know you're worth. And that perpetuates a cycle of constantly feeling unworthy and then proving that in your reality. Now, this all links together, okay, with all the habits that you do. It links together because it really comes down to the fact of whether you do or you don't feel good enough. Okay. And that's the missing link. And this is the thing. When I started this journey and I started to coach women on confidence, when I started to coach women on finding their purpose, okay, because a big part of um, what I'm here to do, I feel, is to help people really kind of break free from the expectations of society, of doing jobs that they hate, of living an existence that really is soul sucking and um, making them feel like, you know, there has to be more to life because there is. People, my, my my purpose was to to help people escape that and align with 
what their soul came here to do because I all believe that we came here to do something, okay? And that isn't to sit in an office in a corporate world. If you love that, that's fine. Do what you need to do. But if actually you know in your heart that that is not what you want to do and there's something more that you want to give to the world, I'm talking to those people, you know? I'm talking to you if that's you. If you know deep down there's something more that you want to offer, there's something more you want to give, you want to heal, you want to help, you want to serve, you want to create, you want to make music, you want to dance, you want to make people look beautiful, you want to do makeup, you want to do fashion, you want to go to India and open a school. That's what one of my clients did. She opened, a, she wants to do that. That's her dream. You know, um, pe- she worked in mental health and she could see the system wasn't working and she wanted to do something that was more meaningful and purposeful for her. You know, all of these dreams, this is why I started this because I wanted to help people align with their dreams and get out of the bullshit, get out of the system because I never wanted to be a part of that system and I never have. And that's because it never aligned with my soul. And I've always known what I want and what I came here to do. It took me a while to figure out how, but I knew that I didn't want to be a part of that. I've tried it. If you've tried it, I've tried it. I've tried to get jobs. I've tried to work in the corporate world. I've tried to have normal jobs. I've tried working in gyms. I've tried all of it. I'm not made to work for someone else. And I'm certainly not made to take orders from someone else. Okay. I was born to be free and live whatever country I want to live in, do the job that I want to do, do my soul's work, share my message, speak my truth, structure my days how I want, you know, go do what I want. Basically, I don't answer to anybody. Now, this is all connected, right? So, Normally, what I find is it all comes down to the fact that we don't feel good enough. So I'm going to bring it back full circle now because I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent about self-worth, but it is linked. Okay, it's all linked because when we are looking outside of ourselves for anything, and I mean absolutely anything, and that could be love, trust, safety, stability, um, validation, a feeling that we are doing something good, a, a feeling that we are worth something, a feeling that makes us feel good and makes us feel loved. Whenever we are searching for that outside of us, in other people and things, we are never truly in our power, never, never, never truly in our power. And there's always going to be some sort of resistance or obstacle or something that you have to come up against because the whole purpose of why we are here and we're moving through this journey is to remember who we are and return to our original template and blueprint, which was our soul's true essence before we were programmed, before we were enslaved before we were taught in an inverted system that everything that we need is outside of us you know and that is all just to keep us chasing our towel constantly and constantly over and over and over again and like I'm going to bring it back to love okay because I remember having a session just after I'd gone through my breakup I had a session and it came through that I had a very um, twisted um, perception of what love was that I was um it stunk of Walt Disney. <laughs> it stunk of fairy tale. And it was all that almost like, well, I've done my work. I've done my shadow work. I've done my healing. Now, where is my night? Where is my savior? And even though I'd done a lot of work in healing, I was still actually linked to a program, a savior program, thinking that somebody else was going to come and save me. And that's why I was searching outside of myself, you see. So, it was telling me that I had this kind of twisted perception of what love is. And that's not really what real, real love and relationships are about, you know, especially from a divine masculine and divine feminine point of view. Um, it was telling me that 
I had this kind of twisted, inverted um, kind of just perception, just a little bit, a little bit inverted. It was off, you know, it was very fairy tale, and it was um, not really realistic. <laughs> so what happens is we are programmed through these fairy tales, through the stories, through the films, through everything in our lives, okay, from young, that we must search love in other people. And there's so many of us, most of us, that are programmed with this. So whenever we have this belief, okay, which is often from deep wounds in our ancestral lineage because they were the ones that endured the beginning of this programming and the wounds around it in the first place, or maybe even in your past lives, okay, there will be deep wounds around betrayal, there will be deep wounds around abandonment because really abandonment, the abandonment wound, the way that we kind of, the way the opposite to abandonment, like when we have an abandonment wound, it leads to self-abandonment, right? When we have an abandonment wound, it leads to self-abandonment and therefore we abandon the self in order to search for love, right? So what ends up happening is we end up attracting these situations and people into our lives where we always feel like we are not worthy of that love or we are going to be abandoned or that love is going to be taken away from us. Therefore, we overgive, we sacrifice ourselves, and we abandon our own needs in order to keep that person in our life because we're so attached to that because what that, what that attachment and what that means about our worthiness of being loved because if that was taken away, it means we're not worthy of being loved and we are abandoned again and that perpetuates the cycle of pain and pokes at that original wound okay so what happens is we have this attachment and that's when it becomes really unhealthy and what happens is through these attachments through these ties through these calls we just constantly attract relationships and people of the same caliber with the same pattern because what we're doing is we're manifesting the same person in a different body or the same situation in a different person or the same circumstances in a different relationship over and over and over again because we still have that wound of abandonment residing in our unconscious so what happens is we never break that cycle we never break that cycle and we never clear the pattern we just carry on pushing through thinking that it's something to do with us and then what happens is we have this attachment and then we run out and we grab and latch onto the next person that's going to show us any sign of love and the cycle perpetuates, right? So what I did differently when I broke up with my partner this time is I knew because of the job I do and because of my intuition and because I have tools and because there is so much information out there and I've been working on healing deep layers of self-worth and love for a really long time, which is probably what led to the breakup because I believe the relationship was a little bit of that attachment around an abandonment wound, you know? Once you start to heal that, you no longer need that relationship in your life because it's not authentic and it's not from a place of truth and it's not in a place and balance of divine masculine, divine feminine. It's actually very imbalanced and it's coming from a wounded place. That attachment is, and love is coming from a wounded place. So I think I'd already started to heal that, which is why we disconnected and we parted ways in the first place because this is another point I want to make, right? when you are asking for your highest timeline, when you are saying universe, God, consciousness, give me my highest timeline, give me my best outcome. I want, I want the best that I can get. 
often the soul is going to have to release things in your life or the universe that don't align with that highest timeline. But your ego, right, you're, you, you're not ready to let go of those things because you haven't quite healed those attachments yet and those wounds. So sometimes you're asking for the highest timeline, but you have no idea that these things are going to be ripped away from you because when you're asking, you believe that you're going to get to keep all these things in your life, right? But actually your highest timeline is so much more ele more elevated than what you probably could imagine that sometimes the things that aren't aligned with you and the things that are in your life through wounded attachments need to be taken away. And that can be very painful. But really, really, what that heartbreak and that pain really is, okay, and what relationships really are, and any of our big situations in life that, that cause us pain, grief, loss, heartache, because we grieve relationships when we break up, right? We grieve them. Now, they're initiations. So really, yeah, the universe has pulled this away from you because you've asked for your highest timeline and then you're left feeling broken and like, no, what have I done? I've lost everything. I've lost everything. I'm, I'm going backwards. But actually, you're not. You're not going backwards. You're actually planting yourself in a more authentic, true and grounded foundation for you to move forward in a more aligned place that's aligned with your highest timeline. And that pain that you're feeling is initiation, an invitation asking you to step into your true purpose, asking you to step up into your true path, asking you to align, to become ready, to become ready and wise enough so you can become and embody that higher version of yourself. So you can easily transition into that highest timeline. So you can actually have enough energetic space and actually hold the frequency of that higher timeline because you're asking for more. You're asking for more money. You're asking for more love. You're asking for more peace. You're asking for more validation. You're asking for more things that bring you pleasure. You're asking for more creativity, more inspiration, more happiness, more fulfillment, more joy. You know, you're asking for more, right? So you need to create space to contain more and you need to raise your frequency to hold more because it's a higher vibration. So sometimes you're going to have to go through an initiation in order to meet that place. And that initiation is also going to be a release and a purge of releasing all the lower frequencies that are blocking you and holding you down, of releasing all the pain, of releasing all the resistance, of releasing all the, the suffering, of all of that, all of that energy. So these, these kinds of initiations, okay, they're not just initiations that feel good, that they can, they can break you and strip you down to nothing, right? But this is what the process is, right? And also when you look at alchemy and you look at the 12 stages of alchemy and you look at the different stages of alchemy and how, um, you know, we have to strip stuff down in order to transform. Like if you go, I'll, I'll do another podcast on that actually, because I've been really good diving quite deep into it and all the different stages, okay? All the different stages of how turning lead to gold, but spiritual alchemy, which is really a journey through consciousness, <laughs> yeah? If you look at that, those stages, like you're being stripped down to nothing so you can really like rise again, for, like the phoenix from the ashes, to rise again, to be reborn because we're going through these constant cycles of death and rebirth all the time and we're losing old versions of ourselves. You are constantly evolving and changing and transforming. 
So you're constantly dying and being reborn into new versions of yourself. And this is what I feel breakups are, right? This is what I feel breakups are. I feel like not only breakups, but I feel like any situation where you have to walk away, where you have to let go, where you have to be broken, and that can be walking away from a job or a career that doesn't serve you and not knowing what the next step is, but you're trusting your intuition and you're going for it. And that unknown space, yeah, that unknown space, that that uncertainty, that is the breaking down, you know, that is the initiation, being brave and courageous enough to step into the uncertainty and be like, you know what, I don't know what's going on here, I don't know where it's going to take me, but I'm going to trust in my ability to create, and I know that this is what I need to do, and the universe will provide for me, and if I just keep taking steps forward in the right direction, I'm going to get to my destination because I believe in myself, and I believe I am worthy. And that's where it connects to self-worth, right? And this is why it's all connected. This is why it's all connected. I'm just going to put the microphone down, but I think I'm just going to keep holding it. (laughs) Yeah, and this is where it's all connected. So often, right, when it comes to taking those steps in life, whether it's making a plan and acting on it, whether it's quitting your job, whether it's... um, leaving a partner or relationship, whether it's going on social media and just telling everyone about your new idea or your business, or if you are playing with the idea of working with energy and healing, but you still got your job and you really, really desperately want to go and serve people and help and do something, maybe your yoga teacher, art teacher, singing, choir, like, I, I don't know, like, whatever that is, okay, maybe you want to, like, do that full time, but you've got a lot of fear stopping you, and you don't believe in yourself, and you don't believe in your gifts, and you don't believe you're worthy of what you want, or you don't feel you're worthy of being able to express yourself and share what you want, or it doesn't feel safe, for example, and this is what I mean, right, bringing it back to those lessons that I spoke to at the beginning of this episode around the lessons being around self-love, self-worth, safety, and trust, okay? These are the biggest soul lessons and karmic lessons that I see day in, day out with clients who come to me because they do not feel good enough. And when I say don't feel good enough, the kind of people I help, these are women that are coming out of relationships where they are broken and they don't know how to get back up and feel worthy again. When somebody completely breaks down your self-worth to the point where you don't know how you are ever going to be worthy of love. People that are constantly attracting these relationships. People that every time they're rejected, they're left feeling that way. People that accept behavior that is not tolerable, but they're so worried that if they speak their truth, put boundaries in place and state their self-worth, that that person will take away that love and then they're left wounded because they have rejection and abandonment wounds that have not been dealt and addressed with. And if you do have rejection and abandonment wounds and you know you do, this is going to play out in your relationships. This is going to play out in your everyday life. This is going to play out in your ability to receive. This is going to play out in your ability to take action and move forward on your steps and goals, or maybe even align with your sole purpose. It's going to affect your ability to just wake up in the morning and know that you're living the life that you came here to live. Because not being able to live the life that you came here to live not being able to speak your truth, 
not being able to express yourself, not being able to share what you came here to share, it hurts and it's painful. And after a while, there's only so much that you can take before you actually start to feel depressed. It makes you feel depressed because if you're not living the life that you really came here to live, then you're kind of waking up every day. And over time, that's going to make you feel like, what is this about? Why am I even here? And it's not happy. And do you know what? That happiness, right, is never found in relationships and people. It's never found in things. It's never found in circumstances outside of you. It's never found in the next shiny object or keep moving country because nowhere feels quite like home and you get bored where you are and nowhere you go quite feels fulfilling so you just keep on moving or you keep changing your mind about what it is you want to do or you can't make a decision about what it is that you want to do because you have fear that is blocking you okay you have fear you have lack of self-trust that is blocking you self-doubt that is blocking you fear of judgment. And really, excuse me, really what that really means is that you don't feel worthy unless you're being approved of by other people. That you don't feel worthy unless other people are approving and validating you. Unless they're showing you love. Unless they're saying, yes, I want to be in your life. Unless they're treating you a certain way. Unless they're doing this, unless they're doing that. Unless they're accepting you and choosing you and seeing you and understanding and hearing you. So all of these blocks, okay, they're all connected. It's all connected. Chances are, if you are attracting shitty relationships, if you are attracting the kind of men or women who are not being serious about you, who don't prioritize your needs, who don't give you what you need, who don't see you and understand you and love you the way that you want to be loved. It is because you don't feel good enough or worthy enough to receive the love that you want to receive, right? So at the end of the day, it's a reflection. If you are constantly feeling like that, chances are you never feel good enough about a lot of stuff. Sometimes you might not feel good enough to really go for what you want or you just might not feel good enough and you don't know why. Chances are you don't feel capable or you think you're not disciplined enough or you always sabotage yourself or you always do something to mess it up. Like you have a big opportunity in a job interview and you go out and you get smashed the night before knowing that you need to get up early. You know that kind of behavior, these patterns, these loops, these these patterns and loops, they're not because that's who you are. They're not. That's not who you are. You're not somebody who always fucks things up. You're not somebody who always has bad taste in men. You're not somebody who always gets it wrong or always makes the wrong choice, right? Because that's a big belief and story that I know a lot of you have. I never make good decisions. That's not true. That's not who you are. That's not who you are at all. That's not who you are, okay? Underneath that all, you don't even know yet. You haven't even had a chance to meet your true self because all of that is bullshit programming. All of that 
are identities that you have attached yourself to because you're repeating patterns over and over and over again because you haven't dealt with your unhealed wounds yet. And those unhealed wounds are attached to karmic lessons. And those karmic lessons are around self-worth, self-love, trust, and safety. And it is attracting situations into your life that make you feel that way because your soul in the universe is screaming at you to fucking break the cycle once and for all, clear the pattern and complete the bloody lesson, right? But what's happening is you've decided to identify with that pattern. I am someone who makes bad decisions. I am someone who picks bad men. I am someone who always gets treated like shit. I am someone who always flipping attracts these people. You've identified with that and you've become that. That's what you've become because you haven't healed your wounds, right? And this is the thing, until we face those wounds, right? It's not, yeah, visualization, affirmations, all that stuff, amazing, right? Reprogramming the subconscious, reprogramming all the levels of consciousness, amazing. But until you heal the wounds, right? The wound of rejection, the wound of abandonment, the wound of self-judgment, the wound of um, self-judgment, self-rejection, yeah, self-judgment, right? All those wounds, okay, they are going to keep repeating patterns and they're going to keep manifesting situations that reflect those wounds in your life. All those wounds, they have, they're karmic lessons, right? They have karmic lessons attached to them. And what they're doing is they're going to keep repeating the lesson until you complete it. So the way that we really break cycles and break patterns and move forward in relationships, in love, in work, in career, in our everyday social life, in our daily habits, in our fitness, in our lifestyle, in our wellness, right? Whatever it is, the way that we break those patterns and cycles is to address the wounds, Okay, and ask ourselves, what made me feel not good enough in the first place? What was the thing that created this within me? What is the original wound, okay, that needs to that needs to be healed? And what is the pattern that needs to be cleared? Because until you address the wound, you're not going to really be able to heal from a relationship, a breakup or pain or suffering or something that's broken you. Because like I say, it's an invitation, right? It's an initiation. So it's asking you to transcend it. It's asking you to transmute the pain and suffering that's attached to that wound and transmute it into wisdom, into strength and into personal power. So you can go out there and live the life that you want to live without fear, without fear of being judged, without fear of feeling like you're not good enough, without fear that someone's going to take everything that you want away from you. Because until you reconnect to your personal power, you're never going to really be in your power and someone's always going to have power over you. And that is what one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. One of my biggest karmic lessons in this lifetime, and there are layers to these lessons, okay? One of my biggest karmic lessons was to take back my power. And I didn't realize how much that was actually filtering out into all of the areas of my life because I didn't realize that in my relationship, I was actually holding on to that relationship because it made me feel safe because I wasn't able to create safety for myself, right? So... <laughs> right just a little mic adjustment I didn't um know how to create safety for myself so what I was doing is I was chasing it in other people 
So what the universe did is it took that away from me and said, you know what, you need to create safety for yourself now. So this is what you need to do. And now you've got to stand on your own two feet and you're going to have to create it. And also, you know, I didn't feel worthy of being loved unless I had a partner. And to me, because I was placing my love in the hands of other people and I lacked self unconditional self-love, the minute that that love was taken away, I was left feeling like I wasn't worthy of love. But luckily I knew that because I'd been working on this stuff for a little while, like I said, which is why I think everything blew up anyway. So I knew where to go and I knew where to look and that's how I healed from my relationship so quickly. And that's how I met my twin, twin flame so quickly afterwards. I met him three months after I broke up with my ex-partner who I was absolutely heartbroken when we broke up. I went to ba Bali like a wounded... Um, version like a, a, a flipping fraction of myself you know and within three months I was over it and I didn't care and I'd met someone else like and I was happy and it showed me that actually you know what that relationship wasn't really everything that it was made out to be and the only reason you was grabbing onto it is because you was afraid of being alone and not being safe and actually you do deserve a lot more and you can create a lot more and he can probably create a lot more and deserve a lot more for himself so this is great that you've parted ways for both of you and you can part ways with love and respect now and be like, you know what? Thank you for the lessons. But now you're not needed in my life anymore. And that's what a karmic partner is, you know? So this is what happened. And this is why I was able to do that because I really looked at the wounds and what part of the breakup are you making it about you? What part of someone telling you they don't want you to work for them anymore? Are you making it about you and your skills and abilities? What part of you not getting a lot of um, attention on Instagram are you making about you and your message? Does that mean that your message isn't um, worthy of being heard? Does that mean that your message doesn't need to be shared? Of course it doesn't. Your story and your message is important. Your truth is, is important. Everything that you came here to share needs to be shared and the world needs to hear it. So let's bring it all the way back, okay? Self-worth, self-love trust and safety those are the four main lessons that I've been seeing come up over and over again and the way that they filter out into your life is the self-love always searching for love in other people always feeling abandoned and rejected always really not being able to handle it when somebody walks away from your life, lowering your standards, lowering your boundaries, settling for second best, settling for less than you deserve, settling for crumbs, right? That those are the lessons that are into, those are the behaviors that tend to be around self-love, you know, not being able to love yourself enough, right? So therefore you latch on to people and things because it makes you feel loved. And another thing, okay, another big thing that comes with this is constantly putting other people first people pleasing and say for example when someone needs you and you feel like you have to run and help them or feeling like you can save or help people it's often because it makes you feel loved and it makes you feel good and that's where you're sourcing your validation and love from not internally but by reaching out and running around trying to help and save other people. And if you are somebody who wants to serve and help people for a living as a soul calling, this is one that you're really going to have to look at. Okay. If you're a light worker, you're a healer, you want to serve others, you work, you want to help other people. 
this is one you're really going to have to address. This is one that's going to be really big for you. Because often a lot of the time why we want to help and heal others is because it makes us feel good. But what we end up doing is we end up bypassing our own wounds and trauma and instead distracting ourselves, trying to run around and save humanity and save the world with your clients and with work, Reiki, card readings, whatever it is you do, right? But you're not really looking at your own wounds around abandonment and rejection. And often that is a real big, big, a big thing to keep an eye out for, okay? And it's part of the whole spiritual ego thing, right? Because often we're afraid to look at our own wounds, yeah? So that's the ones around self-love. Self-worth is always around worthiness of being loved, chasing people, placing validation in the external, not feeling good enough, not feeling capable, not feeling confident, afraid of failure, afraid of being judged, being a perfectionist, um, not putting something out there till it's perfect, procrastination, all of these sabotage all around self-worth, okay? Um, not feeling seen, thinking that no one ever really sees you and constantly trying to be noticed and seen and feeling like no one ever hears you or understands you and finding it really frustrating, almost like you're invisible and it makes you feel not worthy. All of these things are linked to self-worth, okay? And often when it comes to business, following your sole purpose, career, relationships, judgments, putting yourself out there, going for certain jobs, all of this stuff is often linked to self-worth. If you want to move countries and you're worried that um, you're going to fail, always looking at the worst case scenario, you know, all of that stuff. Undervalue your valuing yourself, undercharging for your services. So that's all linked to self-worth. And then we have the self-trust, which is often what really um, looks like not being able to take a risk or a leap of faith because we don't trust, not being able to trust ourselves to make decisions, not being able to make decisions or take a step forward because we're so worried that we're going to do something wrong, um, looking at the worst possible outcomes, um, sometimes not being able to leave a partner or leave a relationship or walk away from something that isn't serving us because we don't trust that something better is going to come along, settling for bullshit, settling for people that don't treat us right, all of this stuff can come to self-trust and also trusting in our own power and being able to access some of our power. Sometimes we know that there's more more power, more knowledge, more wisdom, more abilities and psychic and spiritual abilities, or even just more knowledge, you know, that we can tap into. We know that we have more to offer and we can do better than we're currently doing. But what happens is we don't trust. So therefore we don't do anything. And often this is overwhelm as well can be linked to this. And then the last wound is really about safety. And this one's massive because it's really about feeling safe in our bodies, feeling safe to be alone, feeling safe to provide for ourselves, feeling safe to really take a risk and a leap forward and go for our dreams and know that we're going to be provided for and it's not going to go wrong. Feeling safe to express ourselves and speak our truth because we often fear that we don't know how we're going to be received and that creates a sense of not feeling safe. Um, sometimes when we speak up and speak our truth, we're worried that we're going to cause trouble. And that again, makes us feel unsafe. Sometimes when we feel like we speak our truth and we put boundaries in place, we worry that somebody's going to walk away from our life or take something away from us. And again, that makes us feel unsafe. So all of this stuff is around safety and money. Money is linked to safety as well. The heart is about receiving. The solar plexus is about self-worth and like feeling worthy of receiving. And like also there's the um, 
sacral and the root chakra is all about receiving and safety. So, you know, these are really big kind of like themes that are really interlinked. And I feel like what we do is we tend to focus on one or the other and we don't look at the big picture. And that's what I really want this podcast today or this episode today to really um, kind of connect the dots for you. So you can look at the big picture because what I feel a lot of people are doing is they're looking at different areas of their life individually. They're looking at their relationships and love. They're looking at their job and career. They're looking at satisfaction and fulfillment. They're looking at social life. They're looking at where they live. They're looking at their finances and their reality. And you're looking at it as individual sections and you're kind of going, okay, well, what's wrong with this? And what's wrong with that? And if I change this, this will happen. And if I change that, that will happen, right? And all that's doing is that's creating more separation. What we really have to remember is that your external is a reflection of what's going on internally. And I know that's not innovative stuff, but everybody knows that now. There's information all over the internet about manifestation, the law of attraction, you know, the outer world being a reflection of the inner world as within, so without, as above, so below. This is an innovative stuff, but what I'm, what this is, the way I want you to present this to you to look at this differently is that the way that that is all reflected is a culmination of who you are embodied as a human. You are spirit and soul embodied in human form to experience life on this planet Earth in the third dimension and everything that that brings in this reality, time and space. Okay, so in right now, that's what your soul is doing. Okay, that's who you are. Right. So you I want you to look at it as in, you know, all these things in my life, they're not separate. They're a reflection of who I am. Okay, who I am embodied, my soul embodied. So what is going on with my soul? My soul may have wounds around rejection, abandonment, safety and trust. And therefore, what is happening is that is reflecting into all the areas of my life. Because these patterns are showing up in all the areas of your life, not just one area. If you are attracting not so good relationships, if you're not strict with your boundaries, if you're tolerating less than you deserve, if you're attracting narcissists, if you're not feeling confident to go for your dreams, if you're stuck in a job you don't like, if you're not speaking your truth, if you're not sharing your truth, you've got fear of failure, you've got fear, all of it, yeah, all of that. That filters out into your work, into your life, into your business, into following your soul purpose, into your money, into your relationships, into your family dynamics, into your reality that filters out. Those those concepts and aspects, they are connected into every area of your life. They are interweaved and, you know, woven like a fabric delicately into every area of your reality and your life. Okay, so by just picking one area and focusing on that. For me, that's a waste of time like because you'll be there a really long time because you'll manage to do your relationships and then this will go wrong because you still don't feel good enough. And it doesn't matter whether you decide to heal your attachment to toxic men, whether you decide to heal your this, um, I don't know, like whatever's going on in the relationship world nowadays, you know, you heal your dating dynamics, create better boundaries in relationships. It doesn't matter because you still don't feel good enough, okay? And it doesn't matter what you change around that. 
you're still not going to feel good enough to leave your job and go for what you want. You're still not going to feel good enough to speak your truth. You're still not going to feel good enough to um, put yourself on Instagram and share of your, share your new business to everyone and get clients. You're not going to feel good enough. So instead of looking at the different areas of your life, look at how you are your soul and spirit embodied in human form. And that is reflecting into your entire reality. So by going within and looking at the wounds that you're carrying with your soul, looking at the patterns that are repeating in all the areas of your life, that's how you make real radical transform transformation, okay? That's how you change the game. That's how you become a different version of who you are. And that's why I struggle sometimes to explain exactly what Unravel does. And that's why sometimes afterwards, even when I'm speaking to my clients, they're like, it's so hard to put into words because it's a feeling. It's an embodiment. It's not a thought. It's not a word. It's not what you do. It changes who you are, but not on a, just on a human form, okay? It changes who you are as a soul. It, it, it your soul evolves, okay? We complete a karmic lesson, a, a soul lesson in Unraveled. We clear the karmic contracts, we release you from agreements, but then we reconnect you to your own connection of personal power, self-trust, safety, self-worth, love, whatever it is that you're wounded in, whatever's going on with you and your, your specific soul, yeah? We reconnect you to that and then you go through an evolutionary upgrade because you complete the lesson. Your soul goes through an evolutionary, it completes an evolutionary cycle. You go through an evolutionary upgrade. You get an upgrade, okay? So it changes who you are and it returns you more to your true source, to your true blueprint and template of who you truly was before you had the wound of abandonment, before you had the wound of rejection. Because that's all this is. That's all this is. Okay. So if you carry on focusing on all the different external areas of your life, you're not going to become the, the higher version, the higher timeline, the thing that you're asking for. Okay. And really it's about how you want to feel and who you want to be. Because at the moment you're identifying with, I am someone who does this. I always do that. Why does this always happen to me? I am, I am, I am. Because that's what we're really connecting to in this journey is I am presence. You are embodied. I am, okay? You're identifying with those limiting I ams, okay? And really what we want you to do is start to identify with the higher I am versions of you. So this is why it's really, 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 really powerful to look at the patterns that are showing up in all the areas of your life, right? If you look at your relationships, I guarantee you that pattern is reflecting in your work, your career, and your life choices. And if you look at your life choices, I guarantee you that pattern is reflecting in your relationships, your career, and whatever. You can maybe just look at one, but look at the pattern and then look at the soul wound, okay? Because really, when we are having wounds around betrayal, right, we need more self-love and abandonment, we need to cultivate and reconnect to self-love. When we have wounds around self-judgment, around judgment and how other people have judged us, we start to judge ourselves and then we don't feel good enough again. And really we need more self-acceptance. When we have wounds around um, rejection, we need more self-worth right? Because it doesn't matter who rejects us or wants to be in our life. You're worthy regardless. So 
when you look at the patterns, okay, of how you feel and what the triggers are, is it betrayal? Is it abandonment? Is it rejection? Is it judgment? Yeah. Then you can start to see what the wounds are and then you can get to the root of the problem and you can start to change who you are on a spirit, soul and energetic level, which will then trickle down into the physical embodiment of you in your human form. You will become that and then that reflects into your reality. Okay, so I think I'm going to leave it there, but I hope you really enjoyed that. I hope that was helpful, but I really want to really emphasize the point about how it's not about tackling different areas of our life and how we are a soul embodied. And if we really want to make change to all the areas of our life, we really need to look at our soul wounds. And it doesn't matter what you do. If you do not address the soul wounds, the wound will still be there and you will always unconsciously choose pain and suffering. So it's up to you to choose a different way. If this is something that resonates with you, if this is something that really um, sparked with you, it created something with you, you felt something within you, and maybe, you know, you're interested in addressing some of this stuff, please contact me. I'm going to put a link in the show notes and the notes underneath about Unraveled, which is my four-week program, which does all of this, okay? All of this. We go into, in the first week, we go into your unconscious. We look at the, um, the lessons that your soul is trying to complete. We look at the wounds. We look what's hidden in the unconscious, okay? And then we complete the soul lessons. We complete them. We clear the karmic contracts. We clear the agreements. We clear all the different karmic agreements, the karmic contracts. We disconnect all the ties, the hooks, the attachments, all the things that are pulling this into your reality. And we clear it all up across not only the history of your soul, but also your entire ancestral line. Remember you're carrying wounds from your ancestral line and also from your soul network and soul family as well, because we reincarnate in clusters in soul families. So you know, it clears all of that. And then we do a soul retrieval. And also we reconnect you to the frequency of self-worth, self-love, safety, trust. And we also, we reconnect you to your personal power. And we show you how to source love, self-worth, safety or trust validation from within so you no longer need to search for it in others outside of yourself and then your soul doesn't need to keep attracting situations that are trying to teach you that because you've already learned the lesson so if this is something that sounds interesting to you if this is something that resonates with you or you just want to know more about it feel free to pop me a message please feel free to slip into my dms please feel free to click on the link send me an email whatever you want to do it's absolutely fine and I'm going to let you go now. So I hope you all have a lovely day. Hello, I can't thank you enough for joining me today on the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I hope you've had some inspiration and big takeaways from today's discussion. If you have, please rate and review this podcast because it really means so much to me. And let's connect on Instagram. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share to your stories and tag me if you feel called to. I absolutely love sharing this podcast with you and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to yourself, connect with yourself and connect with your soul. So...